Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. The Parkins and Spiegel Show. If y'all ready, give me a hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. We are always happy to talk to Jay Zawoski. But now that in addition to asking him if the Blackhawks are going to trade Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves' career is over and putting that whole thing into context, how many gumballs does he believe would have fit in his head? Or in his hat? Yeah. <laughs> he puts the hat on the head. He pulls another rabbit out of his head. He joins us next. All right, you, you, speak, you can ask about Taves in just one second. It's killing me. I was going to wait till the end of the interview, but I, I just got to do it now. I just got to know. Okay. You can see Jay Zawoski's big, beautiful dome on, 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 on our Twitch page. Oh, Watch your head! Speaks uh, told the story at one point you guys were going to put a bunch of gumballs in your hat and guess how many gumballs would have fit in your hat because of your big, beautiful dome. It's the Festival of Intrigue. It was going to be just an incredible event, the festival. Do I have the details right? Was it gumballs in a hat? I think it was. How many gumballs would it have been, Jay? Oh, God. Uh, uh, Infinite. (laughs) (laughs) We met, you and I, many years ago. All anyone talked about was the monster that had been born to Tywin Lannister. A head twice the size of his body. We didn't actually go through with it. The festival intrigue was canceled because of COVID. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I would say in the mid hundreds, I would think. Mid hundreds. Maybe 400 marbles. Can we resurrect the idea? I, I, I think so. I'm asking Jay. Oh, yeah. It's, it's his hat. You send the gumballs, I will fill the hat. All right, done. <laughs> that sounds like a ratings bonanza right there. <laughs> People, they can't wait. They're chomping at the bit for that one. Pulling that gargantuan cranium about. I'm not kidding. That boy's head's like Sputnik. Spherical, but quite pointy in parts. Well, that was offside, wasn't it? <laughs> He'll be crying himself to sleep tonight on his huge pillow. One, two, three, and here we go, Tim. Here we go. Here we go, Tim. Here we go, Tony. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Afternoons from 2 to 6 on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Thank you for hanging out with us and for allowing us to send you into your weekend here on the Parkinson Spiegel Show. We'll talk to Don Cooper in 20 minutes. You think Don Cooper's a fan? Of a bunch of new rules, speaks. <laughs> I, I, God, I hope so. I, I mean, 
I don't know. I however he feels is great. Um, I'm certainly a fan. Jeff Passan just tweeted, time of game for Padres Mariners, two hours, 29 minutes. Time of game for Rangers Royals, two hours, 33 minutes. This is spring training in a minuscule sample, but it's hard to understate how drastically the pitch clock is going to change baseball. It is coming. It happened in the minors like that. It is going to be a a wonderful thing, I think. 25 to 30 minutes shaved off of just about every single game because the bases are a touch bigger and the rules um, promoted in other ways. There's going to be more stolen bases there's there's going to be uh, a, a need for better defense. So you're going to see, like, you can't hide ball players at premium defensive positions anymore. Catchers are going to be throwing to first more on back pick plays. It's It should be fun, man. It should really be fun. So you mentioned catchers throwing on back pick plays. That's something that Wilson Contreras was pretty good at. Yeah, good arm. Good arm um, and quick cat-like reflexes. So... We thought, just to kind of give our backstory on it, we thought that Wilson Contreras wasn't going to get extended by the Cubs because they didn't love how he handled the pitching staff. And I'm going to simplify it here, and we can give any details here. But just to kind of recap our baseball conversations of the last, call it, 12 months. But then we also – so it feels like we got that part right. Then also thought they're for sure going to trade him if they can't extend him because you don't want to risk losing him just for a comp pick. We got that wrong, and there ended up being some pretty good data on catchers being traded as rentals because how hard it is to learn a pitching staff of a contender on the fly. That that We probably overlooked that, frankly, in our Wilson Contreras conversations last year. Yep, and it was learned after the deadline that the GM of the Astros was interested in Wilson Contreras, but the owner vetoed it because he's worried about like him calling the game, so they got Christian Vasquez instead. It can be a very tricky thing. Yeah, but then, so they were like, okay, so the Cubs couldn't even trade Wilson Contreras at the deadline. Man, what's going to happen when they extend him the qualifying offer? Is there going to be a market for his services? Did they badmouth him on his way out the door, submarine his value? That doesn't feel right. It was awkward. There was the hug uh, with him and Hap, and then he was clearly like, playing at like 120% with his hair on fire. Dude, it was a live game on Marquee where he said goodbye and he's on the mic and like this huge farewell before the deadline and then he doesn't get dealt. And all the while we're like balancing like, okay, we kind of know what they're saying behind closed doors and like their actions even more so than their words. Mm. Uh, We're kind of telling a story and then one of the best organizations historically in baseball gives him $87 million. Yeah. So it was like, well, were the Cubs wrong? He's replacing Yadier Molina. What's going on here? And then we get to the last week or so, and this Ken Rosenthal piece and David Ross, which we'll play in a minute. Yeah, um, that that is a good setup. And in that Ken Rosenthal piece, he really you know, outlines how one organization, the Cardinals, can fall in love with a guy, uh, as John Moseliak did, and one organization, the Cubs, can be out of love with a guy. Um, here are the little bits of sourced stuff that Ken Rosenthal provided that uh, was the backdrop for David Ross being asked about it, which, as you said, we'll play in a minute. Here's from Kenny Rosenthal a couple days ago on The Athletics. Still, Contreras' approach occasionally frustrated Cubs manager David Ross, a former catcher, and the rest of the team's coaching staff, according to sources with knowledge of the situation, who were granted anonymity to speak candidly. 
Contreras prepared. He worked hard, but he did not always prepare and work in the way that the coaches wanted. There was this on the record from Tommy Hadovy. There are times like any catcher, you get caught up in a lot of things. You're worried about hitting. You're worried about defense. All those things you're working on. Yeah, it's easy to get lost. Maybe the game calling takes a little bit of a back seat. Another couple lines from Rosenthal later. One, the Cubs did not trust him to remain locked in on the defensive side. And then this one, there were whispers that he was not diligent about his defensive preparation and did not work well with pitchers. So that's all Kenny Rosenthal. And during the article, which people can read, obviously, Wilson stood up to that and and disagreed and confronted that head-on with lots of quotes. It's a very interesting article. It is. It, it didn't strike me as much of, like, new revelations as it struck you. I felt like because of our conversations, I mean, he just he just kind of defended it publicly on the record, and the Cardinals clearly weren't concerned by it because of the money that they gave him. Yeah, what, what struck me as new was that the detail of it wasn't that he didn't prepare. It's that he didn't prepare that they wanted him to prepare. Like he studied, he had different thoughts and philosophies is what that's saying than what their pitching infrastructure did because he really cares and he really does his thoughts. And then during the game, and there's quotes in there from him where he says, yeah, I would have to go to plan B or plan C with pitchers. Like he was shifting off the plan during games um, it, it kind of, you know, in, in ways that they did not want. And then the stuff on the record there about, you know, catchers getting lost thinking about their offensive game and not really thinking about the game calling and just sort of drifting. So I thought those details were new. Yeah, I th- that fair enough. And the the face that where they're at the, the the where they're at right now is hopefully they got it right. They made a decision. They're going to have to face him thirteen times a year, and a really damn good organization believes in him. But it also leads to this is the first like prominent reporter who wrote it in that context in which we had talked about it kind of locally because David Ross would be asked about him as a pitch framer with with Lawrence and regularly yeah you know what I mean it wasn't like it was a taboo conversational topic no or, well, the, the, and the framing matters less because the the robo umps are coming you know um, well so we think you know yeah hopefully hopefully as soon as next year but that matters that does matter this year but here's how David Ross responded to the Ken Rosenthal story I read that article somebody sent me that you know I don't think that there's much I didn't see any facts in there that, that Ken wrote and I respect Ken ability and, and what he's done in this game but I love Wilson I, I don't have any bad things to say about Wilson and I would you know as a former catcher I would I would give real pause to anybody questioning game calling and preparation um, unless you've caught um, you should never be commenting on those things I, I think Wilson's a championship caliber catcher that's why uh, he got such a big contract I think uh, the industry showed you what kind of worth he has and you know he's a brother for life for me world series brother i don't have any negative things to say about wilson that guy went out every single day and played hard played for this organization extremely hard was a part of a lot of winning here so without bashing anybody that that writes stuff you know i didn't i didn't see anything in that that article that would would give any um you know credibility to that you know like you said anonymous stuff and and, and no factual stuff wilson Wilson's a really good player, and 
you know, what, three-time All-Stars, only a couple of those in Chicago Cubs history. I think the frustration on my end always comes with losing and trying to find ways to do that. So that's probably all I have to say about that. It's funny, though, man. Like, he he goes at Rosenthal. Yeah. Like if I'm really going to parse that answer. Yeah. He, he goes at Rosenthal for no facts, which, you know, it's not – how can you put facts on it? Like unless David Ross or Jed Hoyer or Kyle Hendricks or you know someone is going to go on the record, like uh-huh. he's he's reporting it. And yes, anonymous reporting. I get why people think it sucks. See that but- to me, I think he was going at the anonymous sources, whoever they might be. If they never caught a game, they should shut up. Is yeah, well, which is which is weak, and he knows that he's he's very media savvy. He knows that people have opinions on things that they didn't actually do. And if we actually all had that belief, we could never comment on an actor's performance, a player's performance, a president doing a good job. Like it'd be completely ridiculous. But um the other thing is he then just starts talking about other things. He's like, I love Wilson. He played hard every day. He's my World Series championship brother. He uh three time all star. Not a lot of guys who did that. Like yep. No one's disputing any of that. Like, w- Wilson Contreras did play hard. He was a great offensive player. He was a part of uh, the championship team and, and all of those things. He was a three-time All-Star. Like He did do things that Cubs catchers hadn't done before, mostly on the offensive side. You know, but it was it was a weird – the deflection. Like, he said it was all he had to say about it, and so I get it. But if you were really grilling him on it, was he a great game caller? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Like, did he prepare exactly how you guys want it? You know he, what I mean. Like, he didn't. He didn't get specific on he that. He didn't stuff. get sp- specific on the specific criticisms Correct. within within the story. Nor does he need to at this point because Wilson's gone. Right? right. Exactly. There's no reason to badmouth him. Yeah. And it, and it did all work out for him. It worked out great for Contreras. It is definitely in play that the Cubs regret it. Oh, they, it, it, well. See, that's interesting because let me ask you this. If you have tried everything to communicate with a guy and get him to be what he needs to be, and it just doesn't happen over the last two or three years of his deal, and you finally decide to yourself, you know what, I don't think he's ever really going to get it the way that we want. And then another team sits down with him for three and a half hours, like the Cardinals did, and they talk about all those things that were relatively well-known in baseball. So they, they bring up all those things to him, and he hears it, and he realizes, man, this is, this is how other teams think of me too. This is messed up. And he says, no, that's not, that's not true, and this is how I feel. And he feels challenged. And then that team says, we believe in you, but you'll need to do these things that we talked about. And they give him $97 million. And now, or whatever, $87 million. And now begins a new career with a focus on proving those things wrong that he has been directly confronted with. And now he takes steps forward. So, you know, so now, and he had to leave to get it confronted to actually realize, and he had to make promises. Like, so if he does get better at some of that stuff, in addition to the offense, I don't know if they'll regret it because they tried to get him to be what they wanted him to be, and he wasn't doing it. He didn't do I, it. I'm not saying that they will have said we should have signed the contract necessarily, but I think that it is absolutely in play that when you've got to see that dude 13 times a year and he's playing for your biggest rival. Oh, yeah, no, it could hurt. It could absolutely hurt. And you could lose the breakup. Like, he, he could outperform the Cubs catching 
over the next five years, I, both I, as an offensive player and a defensive player. It, uh, it's in play. Yeah. I would be I would be surprised because of Gomes' defensive reputation. I understand and that. And Barnhart's a two-time gold glover, and they love the way he thinks about it. And they're sacrificing offense at the catching position willingly. The, the thing in the Cardinals said is, like, they gave a little bit of credence in some of those quotes to some of the concerns. Like, I forget if it was Mosellock or, the, or uh, uh, the manager who was quoted, but he was like, you can work around some things with game planning. Like, they call the game from the dugout. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, and then, and, then, and then Contreras was like, well, sometimes, you know, I'm actually out there and you, got, you can't go by all numbers and you got to go on field. Like, it, it, it felt to me like Contreras and some of the Cardinals brass weren't even really disputing the quote-unquote concerns that Rosenthal was reporting on. Like, Contreras on the record did it, but then in the same breath he was like, you know, but sometimes you just got to go by your gut and you can't go by the numbers. I'm sure that did upset some of the people with the Cubs. Absolutely, and and maybe the Cardinals will get upset about some of that along the way, or maybe they'll rein it in a little bit, as as, as I had sort of described. We'll see, but yeah. here, here's the, the bottom line is if this is who Wilson Contreras is and the offense is really good for the catcher position and the game planning and the way he deals with some pitchers is a negative, they decided that, that, that they're not going to go down that road. The Cubs are not going to go down that road. Now they better have enough offense from other positions. If you're going to sacrifice offense that you could have had with Wilson Contreras for, for, that, for that money or less or whatever – then you better get offense from other places. Because I guarantee you, to your point, that Wilson Contreras' offensive numbers over the next three, four years will be better than the Cubs. Guarantee it. I bet they'll be better than Yadier Molina's last three or four years. Like, yeah, it's, I, I would think so, too. Yeah. I mean, like he's going to be an offensive success. He's a very good offensive player. And maybe defensively, he's going to throw a lot of guys out, and things will be good there. And maybe they'll find a way to crack the code on game planning that bothered the Cubs as much as it did. But I don't think the Cubs are going to regret the decision. I think they've had lots of time to think about it, and they've chosen a different path for that position. It, it just it, I got to say, just the actions of it, the Astros wanted him, and an owner vetoed it. That's not how good baseball teams run, but they are obviously a good baseball team. And the Cardinals paid him. That concerns me. Well, the Astros wanted him as a rental, and I don't. I, no, I know, but they were going to insert. They were going to let him catch in a American League playoff race. Yeah, and play some left field too, um, and DH some too. I don't think they were going to catch him in important games, in my opinion. Vasquez ended up catching like dominance in the World Series, um, but but it's inter- it's interesting. Um, I, I hear what you're saying. I don't think they'll regret it. Yeah, I. I I certainly hope not. It just that that story was uh, the Cardinals are very bullish on Wilson Contreras. Uh, Don Cooper is always fascinating. Ozzie Guillen like kind of called him out, but then complimented him. We're going to play it for him. It was weird, but then also we're going to talk to him and just catch up, see how he feels about new rules. We love talking to Coop next on the score. Whoa, 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 whoa. The Parkinson Spiegel Show, which is so amazing and loved by everyone. Afternoons on the score. Memo to Mitch. Memo to Mitch. I'm ready. Of course he's ready. This man needs a show at the score. We keep calling him. 
Mitchell takes the bait soon enough. Former White Sox pitching coach, the legend Don Cooper, with us on the Parkinson Spiegel Show by way of the Circa Resort and Casino Hotline. Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Coop, how the hell are you? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Um, I'm wondering what we're going to be talking about today. Oh, we got all kinds you know, of I, stuff. I, I'm, in, I'm in the mood for a couple laughs, so uh, let's have at it. All right. It's, it sounds good. First of all, we got to know. How are your birds and the dogs? How is the menagerie? Oh, bad news. Got bad news. Got bad news for you there. Uh, oh, no. Uh, I, the, two of my dogs were 17 years old. Uh, you know, they, were, they, they couldn't really hear or see too well. Um, and we had to literally take them out, lift them up and take them outside. They passed. Oh. Three of my dogs passed. I've got one right now. We're about to rescue another one. The bird also passed. Um, I've got I've got one dog in my house right now and fish a fish tank. So we we've taken a couple hits, but um, you know what we're learning is they give so much more joy. You know, it was sad that they're gone, but they, they gave so much joy, and we love them so much. And uh, you know, we're gonna we're replacing some of them now or trying to. We've had some good animals. Coop, you said. You talk about your all-time backfires as an interview question. You said you wanted to have some laughs, and Speegs asked you about these animals. I'm so sorry for your loss. That is terrible. That's no, not no, easy no, to lose just, a pet. That's just that. That's just reality. That's fact. You know, listen. It, yeah. it happens. It's sad when it happens, but uh, I mean, it doesn't take away all of the joy and and everything that they brought to you and your family. You know, so. Uh, we move on. Uh, it's life, and you gotta go. Well, you know, it, it's it, and birds. Birds are tricky. Uh, I've I've had birds, and I've had birds that that passed early. It's uh, it, it can be tricky with birds. I I will say the quality of the sound in the back on the phone call is is cleaner uh, <laughs> from from our from our well, perspective. You know, I'm I'm upstairs as well right now. I'm upstairs. The dog is downstairs. I don't think we'll get another bird only because. They're not quite as interactive. And, you know, we like the dogs being right near us, on us, next to us. Uh, and, you know, listen, I got two cats, but you're not going to hear them. There's two <laughs> cats running around somewhere, but and, and they're, they're, they're also real good. Let me tell you something. We rescue all of them. Um, we provide quite a, quite, a, quite a sanctuary, quite a home for them. They're well taken care of. Like I said the last time, I go to uh, I go to the doctor less than my dogs do. I get less haircuts than my dogs do. They're they're, they're very well taken care of. They're lucky to to be selected by us, you know, when we do rescue them. It makes me want to get adopted by the Cooper family. You know, you, you, you you'd be taken care of. I promise you that. <laughs> That's good living. Uh, so, so Coop, you know, we always want to talk to you, but what put you into our consciousness today was a clip that was going around the internet. Uh, there's a show that Ozzy went on called the Blackout Show Podcast, and uh, he was asked about you, and his answer was very Ozzy-esque. Here it is. Coop, it wasn't to me. It was horse Teaching coach, they make you believe how good you can be. I said, talking about coaches, you know how to go manage it if you don't win. The real coaches, they the one make you to believe. I say, man, you're good, do this, do that, good. 
stay away from the place and Cooper do all that stuff. He did. By the way, my right hand man, I say, hey, get a righty up. He know exactly who the righty should be out there. Give me a lefty up. He know exactly what lefty be up. That's why Cooper made my life so easy. And I had, I think I had a lot of success because I had this man next to me. And Cooper was outstanding. Let players know what it's all about it. Make them believe how good they are. He's a good pitching coach. That answer blew my mind, Coop. He was like, he was a horse. Yeah, bleep, bleep. Yeah, you know, well, listen, you know, a lot of a lot of his stuff blows my mind. Um, you know, he started off that I was a bad pitching coach, the way I just heard it. And then I was a good one. And then I was his right-hand man and all that stuff. There's, there's some truth in there, but there's some lies. I, you know, uh, the lie is I'm a bad pitching coach and I'm a good one. Um, and the truth is he couldn't have did it without me. Um, another, another fallacy is I got guys up. He, he, you know, he didn't tell me all the time. I had them up and going. Um, you know, listen, it, it is what it is. And as I listened to that, I was saying, this is the reason why people want to hire him to throw him on air because he's going to say stuff that's off the wall, sometimes amusing, half truths and, you know, mid some truth mixed in, you know, he's controversial. You know, he's going to create controversy. Um, And I, I, I don't pay much. I didn't pay much mind to it back then. I'm certainly not going to do it now. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was wondering. Coop was like, if Ozzy communicated like that to you then, because he has, he is funny and excellent and a media star, as you say, but sometimes it feels like it's a little chaotic. Was it chaotic then when he was your guy? Um, no, because I knew what to filter, filter out. You know, <laughs> from my end, I knew what to filter out. I, I knew what I was, um, what and who I was dealing with. And, you know, I, I was well aware. Um, and I knew then what I needed to do to, to help him. Um, you know, listen, I think about, we won a world championship, okay? And I look back, I think I think back now, I look back on it. You know, all the coaches did their job, you know, and they did their jobs well. Every one of them, from manager to conditioning coach. Um, and the farther and farther away from it, you realize more and more how much, and this is about the players, the players are the product on the field that are either going to make you look good or make you look bad. You know what I mean? And, and we had a bunch that made us world champions. And they got, they made the pitches. They got the hits. They made the plays. They hung together when things got tough. And we were able to fight through a marathon, 162-game season, um, you know, and, and, and then kind of fly through the playoffs. Hmm. You know, um, and I can remember, I remember I have my individual memories of that whole year. I think the farther you get away from it, some of the stories change. Some of them get, uh, what? what's the right word, enlarged? Embellished. Uh, They're more different. Embellished, that's the word I was looking for. Thank you. Um, Embellished. I know what it was about to me, and I hold it dear, and I, I know that all the coaches did their job because we won. And we all get, you know, a lot of credit for that. But the ones that deserve the most credit, the guys on the field, the product on the field dictates. Like, you know, I heard the interview the other day, you know, I remember, 
you know, there, there's, I guess there's some fire going on a little bit now. I don't know if that's the right word that, uh, you know, they've got the team has chips on their shoulders. You should have a chip on your shoulder every year to come out and prove, you know, that you can play, that the team is good. Last year it didn't happen, you know, and I understand why they don't want to talk about it. I wouldn't want to talk about it either, you know, to tell you the truth. Fresh start. And that's what the spring's all about. I mean, let me tell you, every team in spring training, you're going to hear nothing but good, positive stuff coming out of camp. Well, you know what? We're really doing, we're doing these every camp I'm talking about. We're doing these drills. We're really paying attention to detail. Ba 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 ba. You know, every team does that. But you know what? Great. Do, do what you got to do because the shit counts come opening day. You know, I remember we were doing an interview one time and somebody was getting on, you know, talking about it's, spring training does not matter. It doesn't matter. You know, I, somebody asked me about something with pitching. I said, well, what was our ERA in spring training? And I said, I don't know. Yeah, you don't know because it don't matter. You know, what you do in spring training. The main thing in spring training, get everybody ready to go. You know, get the pitchers ready where you need to be. Get the get the position players ready to go. Go and, and then let's play. That's when the stuff counts. That's when the evaluations happening. Everybody wants to be. Hey, we're doing great in spring training. All these happy articles about what great drills we're doing. You know, and all the stuff on the backfield and the message and all of that stuff. So it's, it's all good, but it's all going to be positive. You know, it, you know. It, I remember in '05. Okay. We won, we won 99 freaking games, for crying out loud. But after a while, the story wasn't how good we were. The story was starting to become, this is, and this is due to people writing about it and, and reporting on it. It was, we hit a spell. But it wasn't a horrible spell because, again, we won 99. It couldn't have been that bad. But we hit a spell where things weren't going all well, and then, then the stories changed to, we were going to be the Phillies, uh, I forget where you know, 64 Phillies maybe, I, I don't I, where they had a lead and they blew it. And, and the story was how loud, basically how loud of a crash it was going to be when we blew it. Well, shit never happened. We won, you know what I mean? So, but the story's changed. And, 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 and I get, you know, with the frustration of the players because, Nobody wants to hear negative stuff. There's no negative stuff going on in the clubhouse. Just, you know, the negative comes from the outside, I, I always thought. Um, so, but I, I saw the interview with, uh, with Gar. Garfine is, is, is Mickey Mouse. Gar, Garfine is, is, is not ben, uh, Mike Wallace with his questions and his commentary. You know, I mean, he's, 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 he's easy, you know. Um, but I guess there was a confrontation, or yeah, uh, Coop, that's, that might be a strong word on that. But yeah, Coop, you know, you're but, talking about Chuck Garfine and Tim Anderson, and Anderson talking about like yeah. thought you guys were going to all be pulling with us, and and just we we absolutely love talking to you in the stories, but just please remember we're on the radio, and so to try try your best not to curse, we'd appreciate it. But did, did, did I did I curse? Hey, you're just feeling it Twi- twice so far, but it's no big deal. You're just feeling it, and we love that you're feeling it. But you know, I just got I just right, got to say it for the record. Yeah, but. <laughs> Uh, yeah, screw it. Screw it. Then we'll move forward. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yes, there sir. you go. Uh, but so when you when you see that TA say, you know, you know, he doesn't want those players. Like, did you did you think it was a big deal or a bad look? Or because now that's we know that that's the interview you're talking about. Like, not, you... not at all. Okay. Not at all did I think it was. I, I, I didn't. It, I, it much to do about nothing. Good. You know, Timmy was Timmy was saying well, well, truth. 
you know, because the, the media can turn things real negative. And people read that stuff. I get that. You know, a, a middle-of-the-road person reading negative, negative, negative about anything is after a while, a while going to get negative. They, they get led that way, you know. I always thought sometimes the media would take uh, a middle-of-the-road fan and take them to the dark side, you know, to bring them to the dark side. Listen, and I, I am so different than that. I will I woke up every morning happy, happy you know, uh, positive, looking forward to the day. Let's try to win a ball game, you know. But the media, I thought, and this was from the beginning. This wasn't like middle of the guy. It's like, bring me the head of the man that blew that game. You know, bring me the head of the people that are doing something that's not good. You know, and I didn't like, I don't like negative approaches in any way, in any way, shape, or form. Hey, Don Cooper with us here on 670 The Score with Parkins and Spiegel. They all do have that chip on their shoulder. At least they all admit that, uh, that, that they underachieved last year, and they all seem to have something to prove this year. Um, you think Tony mattered? As much as it felt like he mattered, his Pedro. I have, I have no idea. I have no idea that I wasn't in the clubhouse. All I know is that the last year that I was together with Rick Renteria, we made the playoffs, and then we both got shit canned. Sorry for that. Um, <laughs> and, and, and 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 I knew what I was saying. Um, and, and sometimes there's no they, better they, word, Coop. Sometimes there's they, no better they, word. They they they. they Brought in Tony Russo. That was their choice. They did that. And they got in the playoffs and got knocked out in the first round. Yeah, they and then last year was last year. But I don't know what's going And here's the thing. I'm not in the clubhouse anymore for the last couple of years. But neither is anybody writing. <laughs> anybody who writes about it, anybody who reports about it, they're not in there either. And you know what? I don't want to hear about the 10 minutes they're there before the game. They don't know what goes on in the clubhouse. I promise you that. There's a lot of speculation on their parts. That's it. Because they're not allowed in there when, 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 when at a certain time. You know, it's all you know, early, you know, a little bit, five minutes after the game maybe. It's not like they have the, the pulse of the team uh, and what's really going on. They don't know because they're outsiders. Everybody that's – every coach and every player is on the inside. Everybody else is on the outside. Mm-hmm. Coop, what do you think uh, of the pitch clock? 15 seconds if there's I nobody like on I base, mean, listen, 20 listen, seconds if, if there's someone if I, on. If I got a guy that's taking more than 15, I'm telling him, quicken it up. <laughs> You're going too slow. You got to find your rhythm, find your groove. You know, the analogy I'll give you is, you know, remember when Michael Jordan used to play and he got hot and all of a sudden he couldn't miss. He was in the zone, so to speak. It's the same thing for players, same thing for pitchers. You, you work, keep playing. You might find that rhythm, that tempo, that zone. And, and you, could, you, you could fly. You know what I mean? You could literally go. Um, so I don't want guys walking around, you know, out thinking themselves, get on the mound and make the next pitch. I love Buck Burley. Buck Burley was famous for that. You know, get the ball and go. Not too much thought. You know, Burley didn't shake off. Burley, he, here's the thing. Burley had utmost confidence. Put your... Just tell me what you want to throw and where you want to throw it. I'll throw it there. I'll try to throw it there. You know, okay, let's go. And, and, and the games were two hours and ten minutes because of that. You know? Um, I want guys to work fast. I don't want them to work slow. Listen, I do think if you can name me, name me some rules that have helped the pitchers. 
you know. Right now, if they're gonna, there's no shifts no more. The mound has been lowered. The fences are moved in. There's no foul territory. The, 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 the strike zone is as tight as a crab's butt. I didn't use ass right there, did I? Nice but job. I ass is fine. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> but, but name me one thing that's not in the pitcher's favor. I think... <laughs> Why don't you let him use some sticky stuff? Well, let him use some pine tar. Well, there's still it's, the balance yeah. is out of whack. Cool. And there's no and there's no more shifts. Yes. Now, wait a minute. Who who's who's that favor? The hitters. You know? It's uh, the hitters need help, Coop. The pitchers are yeah, too good. I, I, I agree. Yeah, you taught too many people the cutter. You taught too many people a damn good cutter. And now it's just it's just pitchers are the too good. The velocity's too high now. You know, Coop, there's there's a guy there's Five guys on every staff who could throw 98-plus. Velocity is high, pitchability, and people going longer in games is, is, is outdated, huh? Yeah. And not in my mind. Not yeah. my, you know what? Listen, when I saw us win a world championship because our starters were going to the post every five days and going very deep into all of the games, and we won a world championship from it, that's not going to sway me thinking that this is the way to go. I'm not in favor of the I, I Listen, in some of the meetings, I can't stand here. Well, maybe we'll get four out of the star tonight. My ass, you know, I, I, that's not what I'm looking for. I, I, I can't swallow that, you know. And, and you know, so I like seeing guys stay out in the game and get through the second, third time through. You know, yeah. Um, you know, and now there's just so much of that. The sci- science, all the science everywhere. You know, this the science everywhere stinks. From what I'm seeing. All the science that it's being brought into the world. I want to talk um, to you every day, Danny. We, I, we should talk to Don Cooper every day. What I do you agree. think? Five twenty every single day, Coop. Is this a good time well, for you, Coop? Listen, I, 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 if you ask me a question, I'll give you an answer, and you may not like my answer. You may not agree with it, but it's my opinion. <laughs> is Mark Burley a Hall of Famer? In my mind, he is. Hopefully, someday down the road, if this stuff continues, where starters are going three, four, five, they're going to have to have, they want to have induct somebody in there. But I think he deserves it. In my mind, he is. You know, I told him this personally that, and this was when we, he was still on our team. I said, you know, I looked, we're sitting there, and I remember saying, you're a stud. You're a stud. Just because physically and mentally to be able to go the years that he did and log over 210, 200 innings every single year, you've got to be good, number one, because they're not handing those innings out, and that means you're staying in the game deeper. And, and physically, you're keeping yourself. So mentally and physically, you're, keep, you know, you're, you're, you're pushing yourself to get the, that, that workload that he had, anybody that, that – how many guys do two innings, 200 innings in the last three years? The, the numbers are, like, minute. Um, this was a guy, and all of our starters were, I, we counted on them. We, 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 we counted on them going out there and taking the bulk of the game, you know, and they did, like, like third. And, and because of that – you know, they carried us along. The coaches that were there in 2000, they carried us along mm-hmm. to become cha- world champions. They they drove the bus, you know. Um, so yeah. for that, I'm forever grateful for that. Uh, and Burley, but yes, Burley's in my mind, I'd love to see him get in. I think, you know, I'd love to think that maybe somewhere down the road um, that could happen. Um, and I think to the city of Chicago, he's a Hall of Famer. 
to, to certainly White Sox fans in Chicago, but I, I think anybody that's got an open mind and looks at what he did and the services that he provided um, would agree with me. Coop, it's awesome talking to you. Mitch Rosen says he misses you. Uh, same time Monday, we'll call you back. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, listen, uh, I, 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 this is my baseball fix for the day. Ha! Uh, I, Perfect. I, I follow. I, I follow. I, I, I don't read articles. Uh, I don't read a lot of articles. There's some that might catch my eye. I check the box scores. I know who what's going on, but. Uh, I, I mean, the first two, I haven't watched much baseball. Last year, I watched That's fine. more. Yeah, no, it's first, yeah, you, don't worry about that. We, we love providing the we fix. We stories. We love talking to you. Oh. We love hearing about the animals. Uh, uh, we hope that your new dogs are wonderful and warm, and you get another bird if you want one down the road. And, and, and we've, no we've, bird. No bird. <laughs> no no bird. birds. Birds out. Birds All out. Right. Birds because out. I, got, I, can't, I can't take the bird out of the cage. The cat will eat them. <laughs> the cattle, yeah, that, that's, that's a common problem. Coop, we'll talk soon. We're not going to make it wait the, uh, so long till the next time. Thank you, sir. See ya. You're the best. See ya. <laughs> I don't want the show to end so that we could do more of a post game show on that conversation. I, I want to do 25 minutes with you just talking about Coop. I got a lot of thoughts on what just happened. Uh, Parkinson Spiegel on the score. Me direct. Me direct. Man, there was a lot there, Speaks, in our conversation with Coop. I feel so bad about the animals. <laughs> that, that was, I mean, he took it very well. He I had predicted very good it pers- earlier in the day. I, I pre- remember I like made some like offhand comment about the bird possibly that you being were dead. away, taking yeah, uh, doing something to Coop's animals. Yeah, uh, it then, hasn't been that long since we talked to him. He's experienced a lot of death in a these. A lot few of months. loss. A lot of loss. He but just it, kept going. Two dogs and a bird. I know. Dead. That's what I'm saying his um. That's the most delightful run of curses we've ever had from a White Sox-related guest, and that's saying something. You know? Like saying that he and Renteria got bleep canned like 20 seconds after we stopped to have some not curse. (laughs) Oh, God. What was the strike zone? Strike zone? Strike zone is small as a pig's butt. See, I didn't say ass. (laughs) (laughs) He was so proud as he said it anyway. Yeah. He doesn't like science anywhere, oh. and he seems to think that science is a new thing, which is awesome. It's too much That's, science. There's now all this science everywhere. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, God. Uh, thank you to Don Cooper. He was on the show today, in case you missed it. It's fantastic. Thank you to Ron Cooper. Uh, Coomer. <laughs> Don, Don Cooper. And Ron, Ron Cooper. Coomer. Also Bob Cooper. <laughs> and Richard Cooper and Roper. <laughs> And Bradley Cooper. Thank you to Bradley Cooper. Yeah, it was a good guest today. Good guest list. Richard Thank Roper. you, uh, Kevin Lapka, Connor O'Donnell, Twitch chat, video stream. Thank you, sirs. Shane Rudin, our executive producer. Thank you, sir. Chris Tannehill makes it sound better than we are each and every day. For Matt Spiegel, I'm Danny Parkins. We are Parkinson Spiegel. This is the score. Till next time, I'm Lynn Bramer on XRT. Take nothing for granted. It's F period great to be alive. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.